It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Monday mayhem, Monday madness, Monday motivation. What a great, what a great segment. Thank you, Sheva, so much. Sheva is joining us. She, we're just switching her over on the set. Nothing like having our guests trip over wires and put them on the spot as we rock and roll. We've got Monday with Mia. Mia is joining me on stage for this set. Freddie is over on the other side of the studio, directing, producing, putting pieces together. That was pretty good. I like that. I like that. I wanted, remember when I said to you, I wanted to find out a guest that plays the piano. She plays guitar, too, so I'm going to have to get a guitar. We're going to sit and have a little chit-chat, right? But all of a sudden, it opens up everything. All the energy flows. When you get, I mean, Lenny does our music, and, and we maybe need another piano. i got to tell you, you talk about energy for Monday. We've got Sheva Gans with us. We've got Tracy from Healing Moments. we got all kinds of, we've got Bombshell coming out. We've got a new intern. We've got a lot of pieces moving today on a Monday. I think we are officially at um, 50%. <laughs> phase two. We're at phase two is all I can say. We have not had guests in our studio in, the, I think, six months. And now we know and why. God, and God is telling you why. Now, I, we have Mia up on the, on the main set because Mia is going to be moving on to bigger and better things in her life, as they say. Maybe not bigger or better. Always. Different. Mia is going to be Different. a superstar. Why? She's going to be all over television that one day. We know. Oh, and all we ask her to do is to wave and say hello. But uh, I, I said, let's bring her up there. Let's start the day, the week right, bringing her up on set. You know, she has a big following, big fans. A lot of people love Mia. Mia does the, the stuff on Friday, and she's a good, she's a good egg, as they say. Casa Mia was not the same without you on Friday. Slick oh, yeah. tried to fill in. Freddie filled in. I don't know what Freddie Hey, says. Freddie oh, filled yeah. in. Freddie did a 12-finger pour. Yeah. And I used my fingers and Slick's. <laughs> and there you have it. I love your hair, though. Oh, thank was you. Was that intentional? Yeah, I was just bored, and I was like, let's dye it pink. <laughs> Everyone, she walked in, I said, red, pink, and Tracy's yeah. on set, and I know you guys have been trying to connect. See, Tracy, my healing moment, as Freddie calls it, square water, right here waiting for us. <laughs> and she laughs and she giggles. So what's next for you, Mia? 
Um, I have one semester left of school, so I'm going to be finishing that up online for this semester. I am starting at a new internship in two weeks. It's going to be more production aspects, but I'm excited. I always wonder what that means when she tells me more production. I can't imagine more production than here. Well, so I mean, like um, less broadcasting. Okay. I'm not going to be really front of the camera. Behind it's the more camera. like she's a producer, so okay. we'll see what that means exactly when I start. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you always have a home here. Is your show going to continue? I want it to. I'm just going to have to see what my schedule is like. I would like to do it on Friday, so... I would like to do Casa Mia still because... Casa Mia is here. I know Gubba Rum would not yeah. be as happy without Casa yeah. Mia in the house on Fridays. That's my favorite day of the week. So. Actually, Friday happens to be, I'm just giving you all a preemptive warning, National Red Wine Day. Oh. <laughs> and tomorrow happens to be National Banana Split Day. So I'm thinking we should cover <laughs> so all funny. bases and tomorrow we should have banana splits and Fridays we could do some maybe sangria. I was gonna say my sangria sounds real good for my last day. <laughs> That's my favorite. Tracy, you drink sangria? It's a little sweet. bit. Sweet, I, I go for the red wine. Oh yeah, we <laughs> talked about wine when I was over at Healing Moments, I remember. I still have to go try that wine tasting place. We were talking all about wine. <laughs> And that's what you love about our guests. Well, I, I, I declare every day, Gubba Rum Day, everything has to catch up. Because everything fits good on the Gubba. <laughs> Just saying. You catching up on the weekend. So Mia's going to stay with us. And we have a new guest joining us today, a new friend of the cafe, who happens to work, your office is what, on Yamato? The office is on Congress. So close. Yeah. Oh, we've got Shevagans with us, a therapist, a I'm going to try and say this right because you do so many things. And plays the piano. Parent. Parent. Coach. Therapist. Co no, I think more than okay. coach. You're a therapist, though. Yeah, but there's different roles depending on the situation. So. Just got to get you closer to the mic. Okay. Different well, hats for different roles. Plus, you work with the creative expressive arts. And I do. And you piano and yeah. you paint and you do art and you do so many things. She says, well, I sent you my bio and you did. I said, all right, I got I need one line, uh, one line, which they don't ever teach you about on the lower third. So, okay, but wait a minute, I'm curious. So you do, you do the piano, you paint also? So uh, my degree is in expressive art therapy, which, is, which covers a bunch of modalities to help use creative arts as expression. So I kind of say I'm a jack of all trades, master of none, where I dabble in all these different creative art forms. Um, my personal passion is, is dance and movement, but that's a little harder. So you to dance as well? I'm not dancing right now. Hold <laughs> on. Get me <laughs> another not, camera. She um, dances too. It's really interesting. You went to school for expressive. I didn't realize there was like an There is overview. a field. I there, there was is. art therapy. I never realized there was an overview of all of it. And there is some theory behind it, actually. Just stay on your mic. So okay, that sure. Sorry. Theory. I, what I'm not trained in is mic therapy. <laughs> um, so the theory behind expressive art therapy is that when you combine two modalities, so when you go from one to the other, it's a deeper form of healing. So if you would dance and then journal, you get, you get a deeper expression of what you're experiencing. So when you play the piano, that's I, a deeper expression. Well, when I play the piano and then I come here and sit in the hot seat, so the combination... And yeah. you play the guitar too? I play the guitar. You want to know how? And then I, I play ukulele, and it's a funny story. Why ukulele. I play ukulele? Would you like to hear the funny story? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm a single mom of three myself, so I, I come by my work honestly and through my own experience. And I would sit at the red lights. You know when you get off the 95 in Florida and the red lights are forever? And I would just sit there, and I found that I was wasting my time on my phone, in all honesty, on dating apps a lot. 
and I got really tired of it one day and I said, I'm gonna use my time at these red lights productively and the only instrument I could think of that fit in a car was a ukulele. So I kept the ukulele in my car and I taught myself to play ukulele at the red lights <laughs> in Florida. So she's the red light ukulele player. Yeah, I guess I'll go by that now. Wow. <laughs> and you think I'm nuts. Right, and my next instrument is the Neil, um, the like, um, what's his name? Neil the, Diamond? The, Neil, no, the harmonica on the, uh, on the brace. Oh, Neil yes. Neil Young, right? Yeah. So that, that's another other one that fits Are in the car. Are you self-taught? Did you self-taught that or it was school? And piano, I was trained as a, I mean, not trained, but I had a piano teacher as a child. And then, and it's not very portable <laughs> or no, conducive to campfires the or therapy, right? It does not fit in a car red light. So I got I got had to pare it down to more functional instruments. And you call mm. me crazy because at red lights, we used to, everybody used to jump out of the car and start dancing. Because the lights here in Florida are like forever, forever right? right? So we're dancing, and the guys are dancing. I did it with Frankie. I did it with Freddie. I did it with Gio. And we would jump out of the car, and we start dancing. And people would, like, applaud and everything else. And everywhere we went, we yeah, used to do this. That's my next project. But, did mm. I, you know, the ukulele. We've got an electric violin, I think, on the old set. No, that doesn't Can I play. learn it in the car? That is the question. <laughs> we have to multitask. I'm a mom of three. If I'm going to learn an instrument, it's in the car while I'm driving. But you took all of this experience and all of this dynamic and and applied it to a private practice. Yes. So tell us what you do. So I am a single parent coach and an expressive art therapist, and I use the expressive arts as a means to help access deeper emotions that we don't often have the words for. So our vocabulary is finite, and we don't know sometimes what we're feeling, but when we create and we, when we express ourselves through the process of art and arts, some really, really powerful things come up that we weren't necessarily aware of. I also do talk therapy, not only arts, but the arts is a nice added bonus to help. And you work with children and? I work with families, children. I work with um, single parents after the divorce to help repair some of the brokenness. I like to call it turning it into an unbroken home and teaching parents how to reparent themselves. So how to look for and understand what their needs are and what their children's needs are and how to get those needs met in a healthy way about this ready all the things that as kids you grow up and the, the last or the first memory you remember as a kid of something your parents maybe did that probably impacted you negatively and you move through it but it, in essence it's probably negative impacted you through your whole life but your parents were married right so that's not even divorce parenting that's a whole nother side different generation maybe yeah what this is so is it successful parenting as a whole or just for divorced parents I focus on divorced parents because there are issues that are unique to the experience. Uh, when you are sharing, learning how to co-parent successfully with another partner, learning how to deal with every, when you're on, you're on. You know, so you're, it's 100% you and there's a lot of stress and overwhelm that comes along with it that is different than parents in a two-parent home. So there's a little bit of a different focus, but you're right, there's a ton of crossover. A lot of the principles are the same on how to be a present successful parent. Freddie, you got divorced when your boys were young. Yes. Tips for a successful parent would have been helpful then? It, it's, it, she's just opened up a whole lot of Pandora boxes here because, um, you know, there is always two sides. There's always 
her side, your side, and then there's the truth somewhere along the way. And then right? you got the kids. And then the kids grow up, and you think, and you do the best you can, because you're not divorcing your kids, you're divorcing somebody else, because it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And when the kids go through certain things in life, they begin to touch on how they were affected when you weren't there. Um, and I've been, I've been put in that situation. And it isn't that you, you want the best for your kids. Shit. I look around, and these are all my kids in here. I want the best for all of them. But the bottom line is that you can't undo things that are being done. And you can't undo things that are being said. And when you grow older, and, and I've had conversations with my boys, and I've apologized. You know, I never meant for that to happen. It wasn't like I woke up one day and says, I'm going to go in that direction. But I wanted to ask you because there's a side that gets to have the children. And there's a side that doesn't have the children and wish they did. Um, and you were fortunate enough to have your kids. I have shared custody. Share, okay. Yeah. So did I. But share means they live with mom and I get some of the share. <laughs> and in Florida, you share. Give, you give and you get some of the share. Well, the Florida, the share is one for me, one for you, two for you, three for you, four for you, two for me. You know, <laughs> the share, I don't know how to spell share. That's probably different than when your boys, your boys are older now. so it's Yeah, but they weren't that. always younger. I mean, they were younger to begin with. Yeah, but think about that because where you live, where your kids live, no matter what the word share is, is impactful. Because how your mother plays with her hair or puts on her makeup is how your daughter's going to do it, allegedly. And my sons mimic a lot of my ex's deals. I mean, they were living there. Mm -hmm. So you sort of have to come to yourself and say, you know, you got to tone all this down and be cool about it. And, you know, there's no right or wrong. Can't be right or wrong. And there's a lot of give and take. So my question that I have for you, because are you still friends with your ex? We went through a rough patch. Divorce is this dissolution of a marriage and this love pact that you make with somebody. So almost every couple starts off and say, we're going to be the couple that does Forever. this amicably, right? We're going to be the ones who do this right. And then it's like walking on a minefield and you step on one mine and it is almost impossible to retrace your steps. Because once you trigger that trigger, it's a free for all and everybody runs for cover and it's a very scary process. So there's a lot of fear that, that gets triggered and it's hard to go backtrack. So we went, we went through that. We did that whole, we're gonna, we're gonna do it great. We're gonna be the ones. And then we stepped on the minefield and it exploded. And we worked really hard. So we're at a place now, I'm eight years out. So I've had plenty of time where I'd like to think we are friends. We definitely are in good terms. We can be in the same room with each other. We communicate about our kids. We, we both decided to put our kids' needs first. And when we signed the divorce agreement, it was both almost like, are you good? I'm good. We're good. Great. Let's just let it go and move on from here. And so luckily, I'm very thankful that we're able to work together. I got to tell you, when you get divorced, for the male side perspective, it's a little scary. <laughs> Women get really, really. Mm. Yeah, and talk, yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, we talked about it this morning. You didn't even know Sheva was coming on. I didn't. We talked about prenups and we talked about all that stuff of what it's like going into marriage with those things. I but knew my words were going to hang me, yes. Parenting and reparenting. What is that? What is reparenting? So I'm so glad you asked, and I actually want to speak to something that you said, that you can't undo what you've done. And you can't go backwards in time, 
but usually there are opportunities to repair and address some of the mistakes that you've made. And some things are not necessarily fixable because you can't change the past, but there's always an opportunity to change the future. And so if you don't like the way something is and if you look at something as a mistake, it can be, it can be an opportunity to really take a look at what can be changed and what you can do. So it can't be undone, but you can change the way that it projects into the future. But is it my perspective or my kid's perspective? You only know your perspective. And not when I hear it from them. Well, That's the problem I'm having is that I am trying to, to make up for lost time, which you can't. I get it. I understand that. And I was, when I was dad, I, I raised my kids because Michelle worked a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, I left a huge void. Um, and I didn't realize it until afterwards. Uh, but you're saying, you know, it, it's interesting you saying you, you help heal. And I don't know, I've been divorced now, I think, uh, 14 years. Time in, I think. I think. I got to check. Might be 14 years. And it still hurts. It hurts because I feel like I didn't get the job done. Hmm. And if you look around here, we're all about getting it done. And maybe that's the reason why I push in every direction. Maybe that's why I push you guys harder than anything else I've ever pushed in my life because I don't want to leave nothing on the table. Was that like you have here, turning negative experiences into powerful lessons? Is that part of this? So that is part of it, and that's a great example of, of what you were asking about what it means to reparent yourself. So we all have these basic needs. There are four basic needs. This is one of the secrets to success is understanding what your basic needs are. And if those needs don't get met as a child, we go through life trying to get those needs met. And if we don't have healthy ways, we develop all these coping skills to get these needs met that aren't necessarily healthy. So reparenting yourself is learning what those needs are and learning how to get them met in a healthy way. And we're, we're I mean, I don't know how many of you have heard this, hurt people, hurt people. I like to look at the world as just these orbs of hurt people just bumping into each other. Everyone's just hurting. And instead of taking things personally, recognize why you're hurting and why somebody else is hurting and what the bridge to connect is. It must really be hard being hurt. <laughs> because you walk into a room and everybody's bumping into each other and everything, and you see what's going on. Look at what I'm thinking about. The time you put Sheva and Tracy together in a room. I'm going to another her room. people are hurting, her people are healing. It's like your chocolate meets my peanut butter. This is like, um, and their offices are so close, so this could be really cool introduction. Well, I want to ask, do you have to be honest with yourself in order for this to work? Because if you're not honest and you're in denial, is it ever going to get better for yourself? I mean, it's kind of a chicken and the egg question because if you're not honest with yourself, are you asking yourself these questions? Well, no, somebody's going to come and say, listen, it wasn't my fault, it was her fault. It was all because of her. I tried so hard, I, I wish I had a nickel. I tried everything and nothing seemed to reach her. Mm -hmm. It was all her. And not taking the blame for anything. You got to take some of the blame. I mean, it isn't like you weren't there alone. Oh. There's always three sides, right? The truth, my, hers, and the truth, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of, you know, when you point a finger, there's three pointing back at you. So yeah, I remember they were telling me that yeah. once. I thought it was four. There's, well, depends, there's where you put, depends where you put your thumb. <laughs> but is there an opportunity where people can learn a new trick and decide, um, you know, we got to go a different way about this? Always. I've been in many programs, workshops, events where there have been people in their 90s doing self-work. 90s? Yeah. 
It is never ending. I'm in trouble. It's inspiring yeah, and daunting at the same time. It doesn't end. There's always self-work to address. 90. Yeah. Well, here's the other interesting statistic, that children are 50% more likely to become seriously ill following a divorce than those with two parents, like as a two-parent household, and that 35% of children of divorce end up getting divorced themselves. But wow. what concerns me, the divorce, you know, from generation to generation, is that they get ill, that the stress of being a child in a divorce home, 50% more likely to get physically ill, if Tracy, that brings me back to you again. Yeah. It gives me the chills because what are we doing? It's the, is it the emotional stress and the conflict that they're seeing is actually manifesting into a physical illness. Right, so there's two factors and variables that affect the outcome for children. And one is the level of conflict and the other one is the quality of parenting. So when, they're, when parents are not self-aware and don't put their children's needs first, and children get caught in the middle, which happens all the time, and sometimes parents don't even realize how they're getting their kids caught in the middle. It is a high-stress situation all the time. And when we're in a high-stress situation, our bodies react as if you know, the worst-case scenario is happening. Even if it's a yelling or screaming, our bodies go into defense mode, into fight or flight. And when we're in fight or flight, we release stress hormones, we release cortisol, and that constant release of cortisol has damaging effects on the body physically and that's where that statistic comes from do you feel like you're talking to me <laughs> i feel like i'm 100 percent talking to you and i feel like sheva is working with these kids to identify it on the emotional level and then you can help on the physical level which of course then affects the emotional because you can't the whole is greater than the sum of the parts you can't have a sheva without it's a tracy and you can't have tracy without a sheva so like together you guys have this collective bond and they've never met until today. Yeah. So I'm really excited when these things come together here, which they always do. But this is why working from home is not always the best solution. Well, I mean, the bottom line also, you just talked about high intensity, right? And somebody's going to have to take a step down. Somebody's going to have to take or pivot mm. the heat. Because when you have two people going at each other and, and this volcano begins to erupt, and all this stuff starts to spew out and people start seeing nonsense. And somebody's gotta say, okay, you know what? Let me just sit down and let you finish because if, you, if one, somebody doesn't take a step back and you're both gonna fight on the same spot, nothing's gonna get done. Well, look what it's doing to our kids though. And that's the hard part. Well, I wanted to ask about kids. You know, kids going to school, going to college. First they're going, then they're not going. They're getting sick and they're not getting sick. And yada, yada, yada. Ain't grades that are supposed to be given to you and not given to you. The whole world is upside down. Yeah. Okay. And now you have mom and dad trying to make ends meet, trying to go to work, trying to pick them in school. But And there's like 15,000 things going on. Sometimes, in my opinion, you go, each person should go to a bedroom and stay there and come back three times a week to get to know each other again because it's just too much going on right now in the family institution. Are you talking about Corona times or just Corona? The, oh, okay. Yeah. And well, we'll talk about the other time when it gets bad. <laughs> corona time. You think about all the pressure that's going on in your house, man. Yeah. That makes me think of my friend who is a single mother and right now the pandemic has made things so much harder for her because she has to figure out how to teach her kid from home 
while having a full-time job. So it's like, so it definitely has become harder from the pandemic. Well, it was hard, now it has become even harder. Extra harder, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the bad part about this thing. And then you have the kicker where you have more than one child. Maybe you have two, maybe you have three. Maybe that marriage was in there for a while. And all those habits of things you used to do before, all that has to change. It's a lot. I was married to Michelle 17 years. It's a whole lot of change. It's a whole lot. That goes on with the kids because the element has changed. We had just moved to Florida. I mean, you talk about creating a nuclear explosion, and that's what happened. And that's why I feel the way I do. Because I could have prevented all that. I didn't have to come to yeah, Florida. Yeah, but hindsight's 2020. And so is spinning a football through a tire. Yeah, but at 58, you can look back at it. This is our therapy session. At 58, you can look back at it and say, I should have, could have, would have. But when you're in it, in the heat of it, and you've got two little kids, and you're trying to make ends meet, and you're trying to support the family, and your wife is doing whatever she's doing, you don't always have such clarity of mind. You can look back and go, I should have done it this way. But that's what the knowledge you have now at 58. Well, I think that what she's talking about, <laughs> so all of a sorry. sudden... <laughs> We're having this whole conversation. No, but, all, but all of a sudden, I feel, because of what she just said, is that I'm reliving it. And I see it. You know, it's funny. When you and your daughter decided to bring in some of the producers that we have coming in here, I see what's going on. I know the pain. I hear... I remember when nobody listened to me about doing streaming, about doing video. I remember all that trying to make money, trying to hustle two, three, four jobs, and taking care. I remember all that. So I'm reliving it. It isn't that I'm over it. It isn't that I'm going back to it. I just see it again, and again, and again, and again. And I'm going to tell you something. It ain't easy. It ain't easy to let go of all that and to find that new step. And then I got to see you and Freddie. telling you, it's tough being me. Jeff, did you work with groups? I just want to say something to that because I don't, I don't think anybody has gone through a divorce and doesn't look back and see and regret many mistakes that they've made because it's uncharted territory. How are you going to know how you're going to respond in such a traumatic, grief-ridden situation? And the ground and foundation that you know has been ripped out from you. So we all make mistakes. That's why I do the work that I do and I'm passionate because I see the mistakes that I've made and I want to... I need to put my money where my mouth is. If I'm up here talking about being a good parent, I got to go home and be a good parent. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're very brave <laughs> so, to do this. But, but what, what I think what helped me a lot when I look back and think of the mistakes that I've made instead of sitting in a place of regret or guilt or shame is this thing, I, I did my best and I can do better. At any stage of life that we're at, you're doing the best that you can with the tools that you have. So obviously when you're older and wiser and you have more tools, you look back and think, oh, I could have done it so differently. But in the moment of that time, you did the best with what you had. You just weren't who you are now then. So you couldn't have done it then. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, one of the most important things to do is forgiveness. Self-forgiveness, we know on a physical level, can make you very, very sick. Yes, it will. Yeah, so self-forgiveness. It's all about forgiveness, right? So if you were looking at a friend who went through the same experience you did, what would you say to them? Hmm. I don't think you guys are going to agree with it, but you see, I'm, I'm letting go of the past. Mm. I don't want to look at it no more. I don't want to learn no. from it no more. I don't want to do that no more. No. What I'm going to look at is I'm going to look at now and I'm going to go get it. Cause we always say, what do we always say? You either get or get got. <laughs> and I'm about to go get mine. Yeah. And it's all about forgiving yourself for that That's and letting done. it go. 
Parcells one day on the football team with the Jets took a football, emptied it, and buried it in the field. And he said, that's the pass. And I went outside, and I took a baseball and did the same thing. And, I said, and that's what it used to be. And I'm done with it. And I moved on from it. So my deal for people who get divorced, and again, it's mine. It's not Doc's. It's not yours. It's mine. Is that I let it go because I can't fix the past. I can only fix the present. That's me. But I'm going to tell you something. It took me a long time to learn this. A lot of crying, a lot of pain, a lot of this, a lot of that, a lot of regrets. I see my boys when they walk in through here, and there ain't nothing I wouldn't do for them. You know that. It's tough because I can't get that time back. I can only look for tomorrow and enjoy the time I got with them. And today? And today. I want to go to commercial rate, but before we go, we continue. Sheva, how do people find you? I'm all over the place. I'm on Instagram, Sheva.Gans. I'm on Facebook. I have my website is Shevagans.com, and all of my contact information is on my website. So I'm easy to find. And you work with families, groups, individuals? Yes. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. There you go. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. Give us a call, 888-994-4995, Studio A, when our conversation continues. We're going to bring Freddie back up here. We're going to put Tracy over with Sheva. We're kind of playing a game of musical chairs, and the conversation continues. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Amp2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187 and be rejuvenated. Sometimes you need to shake things up a bit to be a little adventurous, to make your meals pop. Don Pablo coffee growers and roasters have that special ingredient, that little bit of adventure in a bottle to take your dinner to the next level. So take a leap and try one of Don Pablo's fresh roasted specialty coffee meat rubs on your beef, chicken, or pork. You'll never go back to boring again. Go ahead, rub it on your meat. 2020 Network is a platform to amplify the impact and voices for Gen Z and Millennials. Covering topics from small businesses, cooking, inspiration, and hot topics. 2020 puts a modern spin to what is happening in our world and everyday lives. 2020 Network has something for everyone. There's Slick Speaks. Petty Unscripted. Small Talk. Homemade with the animator, 
Musical Therapy Spotlight No Pun Intended Callaway's Corner What's the Tea We will be sure to help you amplify your impact and inspiration on the 2020 Network We are an upbeat dynamic group that turns every show into a great time You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. We're back. Yeah, we are back at the Brooklyn Cafe show. You know what we're doing? Uh, no, I'm just sitting here as a matter of fact. Do you know what we're doing? Yeah, I do now. We've got Chef Agant with us, and Chef Liz says, that's why divorce is on the rise. Many divorce as a result of the straw breaking the camel's back. Don't yeah. ride a camel. <laughs> Stay and off the camel, and there won't be any divorces. It's just right now. It's a whole situation, cortisol levels and stress, and I can't think of the perfect person to be sitting with Sheva on the set than Tracy McDonough of Healing Moments. I love your necklace, it's beautiful. Welcome Tracy, we have not seen you in a long time. How you been? I heard you weren't feeling well for a little bit. How is that? That was a while ago already. There's some, there's some water I want you to try. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how, how fast time goes? And last time we spoke, I went in and I got stocked up. You see all our empty water bottles here. And I've had a few at my house that are empty also. That so you are now working with kids. Has it shifted at all? Yes, it, yes, yes, because uh, my message is prevention. I'm a, a breast cancer thriver, I say. And my message is prevention, and people hear it, but really don't pay attention until something happens. And then the phone starts to ring, and there's this virus happening. What can I do to keep myself healthy? What can I do to boost my immune system? I'm so stressed out. That's what you can do to boost your immune system, right? Reduce your stress. So, so it's shifted a little bit. Easier said than done. I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago about yellow food and chakras. And they looked at me. They said, what are you talking about? Like, this becomes normal conversation in our everyday world. Chakras and food and energy centers. And 
breathing and meditation. And this person looked at me and said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like I had six heads. That's also the person that told me I had limited scope of thinking. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. I thought, how do you actually explain to somebody brand new tuning into what you do? Bless you. What you do? Well, 5,000 clients later and 26 years of work, I've learned that you cannot just deal with one part of the holistic human, right? We're physical, we're emotional, we're psychological, and we're energetic. And things happen to us in layers and energetic first, right? Stress kills. They say stress kills. Stress is not a physical thing. Stress is energetic. So what I do is work in the mind, body, spirit field through body work, energy work, vibroacoustic sound therapy, coaching. And I'm thinking like your vibroacoustic sound therapy is a little bit like the music, right? It's yeah. vibration, yeah. it's music. It all lends itself yeah. to healing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's not all one size fits all. It's not like you, you put on a pair of shoes and everybody's going to fit into that equation. Uh, we're, we're doing that. What is this, IGTV? Yeah, you're live. They go to your story. We're doing IGTV. Go to our story at the yeah, Brooklyn I Cafe can, TV. I kind of like that. That's very oh, cool. Nice. Move it around. Oh. Do a little something, something. We're, we're experimenting with, with this we stuff. Zhuzh. Huh? A zhuzh. What? A What's wrong with your mouth? A zhuzh. It's kind of like zhuzh around. Okay, what she says. Yes, not one size fits all. Well, one size doesn't fit all. So what begins to happen is that people, their needs, their, their, their anxiety levels are different. Their triggers are different. That's one of the things that I learned of knowing Tracy is that when she walks in, she used to trigger this calmness in me. And I used to tell her, boy, everything's going to be okay today. Like, I feel really, really calm today. And I even changed it up, as you saw. I sat closer to her, I got between. And I did that because Tracy's like this magnet. You know, things work on frequency. And she's like this frequency that I plug into. Um, and I feel a whole lot more calm. It's been a very stressful situation that we're all in this together. But whenever she's in, in the studio and she comes in or she comes in virtually, I sort of can feel that energy in that whole. So one size doesn't fit everybody. You no. got to come and sort of experiment a little right. bit. Right. Well, at, and and me as as a clinical social worker, our our motto is begin where people are. Right. So if you come to me and tell me I'm so stressed and I have this and I have that and I hear everything you say, you've just come for say a massage and I. I can hear what you're saying and I know there are other things and everything in my place is just a different pathway to the same destination, right? Which is peace, healing. So, uh, so I might make suggestions for some other things to incorporate because yeah, people who come in and jump on my table and have a massage and leave, but by the time they relax, I'm done, right? So I have things that I could do beforehand or things I might suggest afterwards. I give people lots of homework. Um, I go through guided meditations with people sometimes when I'm trying to get them to relax enough to have a massage. So it really just depends on what people are coming in with, you know, what they know the situations are, what some of the things they don't know. And, and what are you doing with kids? All kinds of things. So I have, I have children, I have parents that will call and say, my child doesn't speak, they're going to come in and sit, and, and I'll stay because they probably won't talk to you. And they'll walk in and walk over to my desk and become 
the chattiest kid and the mothers are standing behind them going, what's going on? So, you know, again, frequencies happening in the space. Um, the kids love the vibroacoustic sound bed because it's experiential. So they're laying on a table listening to music and they're going, that's different because it's not anything they recognize. Frequencies are working, right, to entrain. And then the bed starts to vibrate and they're like, oh, cool. Wow, I feel like I'm sitting on top of a speaker, how cool. And so they're kind of paying attention to that. And then all of a sudden, their brain starts to get entrained with the frequencies and their body and they just go out. So one child in particular was really having a lot of depression issues, crying a lot, very stressed, just couldn't handle everything that was happening, too much coming at him. And he left and his mom called and she said, he's so happy, he's so, and it lasted for like a week with him which was amazing. And sometimes it's just about being able to bring them back to balance so that they can recalibrate. Because you know, everybody is so thrown off balance right now with everything that's going on, everyone. And I wanted to ask Mia, Mia, pick up that, that mic, because I know that Mia, you went there and you spoke to Tracy. And when you walked in there, did you feel anything different? Yeah, I definitely am someone that believes in all that. And I definitely, think that the energy in your little healing haven it definitely just right when you walk in you could feel it and I also definitely felt like very relaxed in the infrared sauna that you showed me that was pretty cool she can literally like control the waves and the energy that's coming through there and it's pretty awesome it is I remember I had just lost my father and I walked into her place and the kids were running around they were doing tapes and segments and I went and I sat in the front by myself and I had a conversation with my father I just lost him and that rule gave me a whole sense of peace maybe that's why when I see Tracy it just vibrates this whole this whole deal and they all came in here and they said what's wrong I said nothing I'm talking to dad remember this you were there yep it's a different feel you got to go through it to understand it everybody has a different feel it's like getting divorced everybody goes through a whole different a stage of their life or what they're looking at, whether it's inside, outside, here, there, and everywhere. You gotta go through all these things. But in your place, I don't know if it's the paint, I don't know if it's the beds, I don't know what it is. But I just sat there and I felt like, you know, you can catch your breath. And sometimes all it takes is a place to go where you can go and just catch your breath for a minute. Because there's just so many things going on around you right now. You need a place. That's what I love about this place. It sort of helps you catch your breath. You can catch yeah. your breath in here, you're pretty good because. <laughs> yeah, it needs a little off. grounding, but it's good. <laughs> so the whole place is set up with frequencies, right? I think I told you I have a crystal grid under the floor. I have frankincense in the paint. We know that essential oils are very high frequency. Um, you know, there's some huge crystals when you first walk in. So you're actually walking through a grid, which a lot of people either don't believe or don't understand, but it doesn't matter because it works, whether or not they believe it or understand it or even notice it. They do notice that they walk in and all of a sudden they're just feeling very calm. I call it a healing playroom, right? It's a lot of fun. It's like a playroom. But uh, there's a lot of healing happening there even when people are just visiting. So It's yeah. funny because penicillin, when it first came out, nobody believed in that either. Exactly. And it saved the world. It's just, it changed everything. Well, but this is, what I think, what it comes down, what it's come to is we need to talk about our feelings and not hold them in. And then... For some people, you can talk, other people can draw, other people can write, right. other people like music. Right. If you can find one expressive art and then combine it with maybe something else that you don't realize you're experiencing, 
right? If you can dance and listen to what, the 12 expressive music. arts? 12 expressive arts? Or 12 <laughs> expressive arts. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever or the nine expressive arts. Do you know she plays the piano? And she's an artist. She doesn't want to. She's got to get up. You made me yeah. get up. She's got yeah. to. I try. She goes like this, and that's it. I really. I wish I remembered and, how to and play. And the you could. Stuff. Her daughter is an could. artist. Fantastic. Yeah. And and don't don't yeah. want to it. I don't know what the black is. But in my mind, it it's all about creative arts and expression yeah. and the yeah. crystals and I don't want to say healing, but healing parts of your body, however it works. And then when people look at me and say, "What are you talking about?" I think really, mm. like I think. It's amazing to me that there's this analytical mind that people have that they don't see this other side of everything that you ladies do and how important it is. Right. We're a physical being, but we are even our physical being. We know if we look at the smallest structure of the physical being, it's energy inside of that structure is just energy. We are just energy and frequency and that's what's controlling. You know, it's funny, so you talk here. about um, kids of divorce. I started playing music when I was four. I went through a divorce with my parents. I played the guitar for six years, the flute for six years, the piano. So what do I end up doing? Sound healing with kids, right? You work with what you know. I work with what I know, yeah. you know? And yeah. for kids, it's so important of, of all of it. Yeah. And we've talked from the beginning, Tracy, that stress causes physical manifestations yeah and here Shemit sits in this is exactly all the information you sent me is that stress is causing physical illness in mm -hmm. children sure and and adults also but yeah sometimes as adults we go all right we caused this problem we're going to deal with it but when it's happening to our kids there's nothing you wouldn't do for your children you just said that, that right mm -hmm. you would do anything for your kids how do we help them deal with stress yeah. And what's nice in my place is I can put a child on the sound bed and once I know that they're okay in there, I can go into the other room with mom and do a little hot stone back massage. Or I could put mom in the sauna while I'm working with the, with the, with the kids. Sometimes I do little meditation groups. I'll have a family of three or four and I'll do a little meditation group for them and I'll send their mom to the, to the sauna so she can get a little bit of chill. I have clinical programs in the sauna and relaxation is one of them. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So wow. working with now, I, I wanted to ask, yeah. not to switch gears, but to help the kids, parents should sort of help themselves first. Well, what do they say, right? You gotta put that oxygen okay. mask on before you can help someone else. So you, you really have to do what's best for your kids and in doing what's best for your kids is really taking care of yourself because children learn by example too. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you're teaching them how to eventually in time take care of themselves, treat their wives, treat their husbands, treat their kids, right? Because Not only that, if you're not taking care of yourself, your emotional bandwidth is is depleted right. and you you can't be as present you know you you snap faster you yell right. quicker yeah and it, it definitely has an overflow so I mm -hmm. think parents feel guilty about taking self-time or self-care they feel that it shouldn't be a priority but it really is a priority because yeah. it it has such a, a big overflow yeah makes you a better parent yeah well look right now it's one thing you're a divorced parent and you had a little bit of time when your kids would go to school right and you would go to work now you're it your kids are home, you might be home, or you're going to work and your kids are home. Someone told me a story, they're working full time, their seven and nine year olds are home by themselves. Doors are locked and nothing mom can do because mom has to go to work. Mom can't afford childcare and there is no in-person school. Are you ladies seeing, th this is what's happening now with school, are you seeing this Sheva? 
Definitely. Yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented. So it's not that like there's protocol to check no the handbooks of what do you do in a pandemic? How do you parent? It's really fly by the seat. And a lot of it is just first acceptance that this is what it is now for now and that there's acknowledging what you can and can't change. So looking for the areas within the situation where you have control and working with that. Here's your online course, in a, Parenting in a Pandemic. It's true. Yes. And that's the new norm. And children learn from people, but children drink to learn from their parents. Yep. It's a big difference. You will learn to drink your parents' knowledge when you're a child, and you will learn from people, you will learn to teach two different things going on. That's why you gotta take care of yourself first. Well, here's the other interesting thing. The statistic about getting divorced if you are a product of a divorced family. Why is that? Oh, for many reasons. A lot of the times, just modeled behavior. You don't learn how to have a relationship. You learn, uh, you don't learn how to fight properly. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight. And if you don't learn how to fight, then when you are in your own relationship, and then a lot of your, um, your buttons get triggered. Here's an, I had a client who's 14 years old and he is post, his parents got divorced but a few years ago. So for all intents and purposes, it seems like he's fine. And parents are both in a good relationship. They all have their own relationships. They co-parent well. And I was talking to him about this, about you know, how, how we are programmed in our childhood and how, how I asked him, how might you have been programmed by your divorce? And he said, he thought about it, and he said, you know, my parents said to me, right before they were gonna tell us they were getting a divorce, they said, we need to talk to you. And he said, I think now, if anyone ever tells me we need to talk to you, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be something bad. And I thought, first of all, that's an amazing awareness, but imagine him as an adult. And I said to him, imagine you're an adult, you're three years old, you're married, and your wife has this surprise for you, and she's excited, and she says, when you come home, we need to talk. And his mind goes to, oh crap, <laughs> something bad is gonna happen. And he reacts from that place. And then she reacts from his place. So you can see when you take a step back, how something like this can snowball. And it really started, it got, it's, it's, the seed was planted from that experience. And it seems like nothing, one I sentence. Tell you that when people say well, we need to talk, I totally think it's bad, 100%. You too, Mia, Tracy? No, no. I don't. I don't. You don't? No. I can I, totally I, I follow the four agreements. My biggest agreement is don't take anything personally. And I seriously say that to myself a hundred times a day. Don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. Well, it's not even just taking it personally, but it's he's been programmed yeah, now. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a response system. So, you know, it's yeah. like the Pavlovian dog. That's his bell. And that his alarm system goes off. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah even if he logically knows that's not true. Yeah. And that is really what all this work is about, is unprogramming. You do unprogramming. <laughs> I do unprogramming. But you know, with, the new, with the new norm, you should learn the point of people are going to give you good news, bad news, and everything in between. <laughs> I thought when you said, we got to talk, I thought she's pregnant. I said, well, I'm <laughs> have a kid. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Because you were said. programmed differently. You have your, we all have our own programming. That's how they told me about Freddie and Jill. We got to talk. <laughs> You're pregnant. And I knew right away that's what it was. When and my sister, we got to talk. We got to oh, talk. Or can I, can I talk to you? All of a sudden, I know where that one's going, and it's not going to be good. So you may say to me, but can we, we talk? Oh, I think, on. oh, my hold, God, well, now what? Hold <laughs> on. But are we putting it out there saying, oh, it's going to be negative, and here it comes, and you're going to get what you want. Yeah, but what she's saying is that 
we've had an experience in the past that have uh, that has put us into that place gotcha. where when we hear that's it could be anything she used a specific example but I mean it could be anything you know it could be for me like I think I've told you I've had some experiences where people have stormed into my house so for me when someone knocks on my door mm -hmm. my heart starts to race I free I could look out the window and see it's you and I can't open the door like mm -hmm. this is something I've been working on this happened 30 years ago and it's something I've been working on for 30 years because somebody knocked on the door and a bad thing happened can so, you unprogram, reprogram, I guess, these feelings, either, either one, ladies? With a lot, a lot of work. I, work. I think so. Work. I mean, I think that's really the crux of the work that we both do yeah. is, mm -hmm. is yeah. trying to unprogram. Mm -hmm. the, the unraveling thing is, and unraveling right. and unraveling. But right? it's better when you're younger. Right. <laughs> so it's easier. Yeah. So if you have kids that you're worried about it, address it now because it will save you and them a lot of money Absolutely. later on in therapy. And Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know that I get excited? when I get mail in my name. Mail in your name. Mail. Did you used to I get never, money or, or something in the mail? mail? My mother took the mail, Aww. my ex-wives took the mail. Maybe oh, I'm the gonna mail. send them a card. I didn't know what I, <laughs> so when they drop like a piece of literature through this front slide, <laughs> it could be junk mail. I get all oh. excited. If I had a dog, it'd be wiggling its tail. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> so Only cute. because oh. I see my name. It's the programming. So I don't, even put, wrong it, with I don't even put in the group chat if I want to talk to the crew on a Monday morning. I wait until they come in. And so, you know, guys, we should, let's talk and do have a meeting. But I'm, in my programming mind, if I say to them, we should have a meeting on Monday morning, I think they're all going to panic and they're not <laughs> going to show up. So I don't do it. But that's all my own mindset, right? Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole nother story, right? When we project our own stuff. I never realized I'm sitting here listening to you thinking not everybody thinks that way. Like family exactly. meetings to me was never like, oh my gosh, you are all spectacular. Family meetings are always someone did something wrong, but we all had to be in attendance in the meeting. That's why I don't ever ask the crew to come in for meetings. And we sort of do it disjunction because of that thing. That's so I funny. See, and I'm the opposite. The only time I have a meeting is when I want to like reward everybody. Well, <laughs> that is what I want to do now, but I guess I've been so programmed, I don't think they're going to receive it that way. So here's so the I interesting thing is that when you have this perspective and you see how people interact with each other, you see how so many things get misconstrued. Yeah. And it's like, you might, let's say you guys work together and you're thinking, why doesn't she ever have meetings? <laughs> I want to be rewarded. And you're I thinking you're doing a great job, <laughs> right? You're like, I'm great. I'm not saying meetings because meetings <laughs> is so triggering. And that's when you start, you know, um, taking things personally and interpreting things the wrong way. Well, that happened over the weekend, right? I hadn't talked to you because I've been working. We've been yeah. here every night yeah. till 8, 9 o'clock, and she says, what's the matter? I haven't I heard said, from you all why? week. Are you mad at me? What happened? She says, you mad at me? I said, why? She because says, I haven't talked to you so in a week. I said, I haven't even talked to myself in a week. Right. I've been working. <laughs> Freddie was out a day and a half, and it was just crazy. But that's exactly it. It's the conversations that yeah. need to be had. And it starts young. Or the young. lack of. And it starts young. And it's the fear of not having them. Right. It's really strange because you try to always push, go get them. You don't want to show fear. You don't want to teach fear. You know, fear is a learned state. You don't want to teach it. So interesting, right? And, and trying to always do something not to disappoint yourself, not to disappoint somebody else. I never understood that. I want to be perfect because I don't want to disappoint you. I don't even understand what the hell that means. Do you want me to explain it to you? Yes. <laughs> we have a basic need to belong. Mm -hmm. It's one of our four basic needs. And when you disappoint somebody, you're, it's that fear that you're not going to belong 
in whatever unit that is. If you're disappointing a parent, do I still belong to this family? If you're disappointing a boss, do I still belong to this work unit? And so our desire to not disappoint stems from our need to belong. So how do you undo that in that direction? Don't worry. Yeah, you say don't worry about it, but it continues to happen all the time. How do you undo it? It's work, and it, it's all work, and I'm sure you can attest to this, is the first step is awareness. Just starting to be aware when you feel this way and how you react from this way. The feeling is okay. It's just how you react. Is it healthy or is it not healthy? Is it conducive to growth or not? Just give yourself some love in that moment, you know? That's, I'm telling you, I think everybody needs a coach. I have a coach. I coach a whole bunch of people. I think everybody needs a coach because it's the accountability we are button. always a work in progress for accountability. For That's one thing. But also for for tools and skills, right, to learn. I could teach you how to self-soothe in that moment. You could, too. So, But you don't, you don't know that, right? But now we're telling you, mm-hmm. you could have that. But you need to learn it from somebody, right? And perspective. Right. You don't always see what's going on inside exactly. until somebody takes a look and says, this is what I noticed. Yeah. People are very clever. They sort of hide that, and there's like a volcanic eruption happening inside, and they're like this. And they're like, yeah, everything's cool. And then they'll go over there and they start screaming in the bathroom, <laughs> and then they'll come back out. And you're trying to cope aesthetic the whole situation, trying to have meetings. And they're like all over the place. You can tell with the eyes. They get those crazy eyes. You're looking at me? Mm. <laughs> See, those are the kinds of things we learn to do. It's not listen so much so much to what you say, it's what you don't say, right? Mm. That's Body language. Right. That's Body what English, you don't you call it's like say. jazz. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's the notes not played, <laughs> that, right? That's right. <laughs> Interesting. Tracy, give everyone the information for Healing Moments. Healing Moments, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I still have a Moby Pop. Uh, you can text HEALING to 55312 and you'll have some information. There is a text me button, a call me button, and an email me button there. Um, and if or you do put that in, it will go to your card. It still goes, yeah, it still goes to my card. It's just that my card is smaller than it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> but we're fixing that this week. But you week. know, phase two, we're going to have it next week. And they're going to start opening up a little bit Beautiful. more. Beautiful, yeah. So we heard about that 5.5 is down to, apparently there was a lot of bad information coming out. But it looks like it is getting better. Keep wearing the mask because we are doing a good job. All right, let's go to commercial break. When we come back, I think we've got people in the lobby. And whoever stays, stay. And Lenny, you're going to take us out with some music? Go to commercial break. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments.
I got, no, no. Basically, hello guys, today in history, I'm Vinny Alvis. Today I bring you some very long time history, almost forgotten. On on that today, Mount Versivius blew up and destroyed Pompeii, the same Pompeii in Rome. And that's your today in history, I'm Vinny Alvis. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I know that song. I've seen it in movies. What is that? The Blue Danube Waltz. The what? The Blue Danube Waltz. Don't you see? By like, Joanne Strauss. I think I see like a stain commercial. Isn't it like done for a stain spray and wash or something? I think it has like, been used lots of times. It was used in 2001 Space Odyssey. No, I saw that on Bugs Bunny. Uh, That's what I remember. Happy Monday to you. I'm sitting here watching, looking at this picture behind you, and there's something about this portrait that Jay did, this bust of this Roman soldier and you. Not that you look anything alike. However, there's kind of this whole royalty, regal resemblance. I'm not quite sure what it is. Yes, I am Emperor Nero. No, but I'm kind of liking this whole kind of thing going on Stop behind you. gassing me up. Relax. And I'm serious. I think it's very nice. I got the horse behind me, which I love. I Everything don't know. You see, I told them to put something nice behind me. It is nice. Jay did this horse as well, and this, this horse talks to us. And he moved the wine over there. We've had a lot going on. We have Cheva Gans joining us, and we had Tracy with Healing Moments, and uh, Wayne from Dignity Memorial Southeast Florida. I guess he's busy. Not always good that Dignity Memorial is They're busy, but tomorrow. he's going to be joining us tomorrow instead. And then you've got some of the ladies over there. Bombshell is in the house. I'm sure with her daughter, so that's a good cause. We're going to bring them on at 1.30. And we're going to talk about that. And where's Taylor? We're going to put Taylor, Taylor on the spot. Taylor, let's put you on the spot. Go sit over with Shava. Let's introduce yourself. Yes, take your mask off as you sit and introduce who you are. We do this with all producers, so don't think you're being... Picked on. Because you will be. <laughs> Make sure that green light's on and we're good to go. Hi, I'm Taylor. And look right at the camera. Oh. Hi, I'm Taylor. Um, I'm a, this is my first day being an intern here. And Taylor actually produced her first MP4 and MP3 on the new computer. And she finally edited it, and we're going to be taking a look at it. She did a 30-second spot on the editor's desk. Fantastic. We're going to be doing all sorts of stuff With on that. With Brenda, which was great. Yep. So we're going to, there's a whole 37 other shows that we do, and we're looking for spots to put all over the place and I asked everybody to produce their own 32nd because I better see it all week long including me us yes everybody I don't even know where she is but she's, right, she's right next to me absolutely put it well what do you think I'm afraid to ask uh, it's an well, open-ended question chef is thinking why would you ask anybody <laughs> that that's the worst parenting question ever I don't know I'm very excited but I'm also very nervous you know it's very so new for me but yeah so am I very nervous? Don't be nervous, and I have to tell you, I give you a huge shout-out because we spoke to you Thursday, and you had a million internships up in the air, and we yeah. said, 
here was my open-ended question because as a parent you never ask how was your day could you get a good or a bad right and that could be the end of the conversation mm -hmm. but I said let us know how things work out and 90% of the time I don't hear back from anyone who I say that to and I do that for a reason and you called me the next day mm -hmm. actually Saturday you said can I meet you in the studio today I'm in Boca and I said how about another day and you said Monday so huge kudos mm -hmm. to you and I always say that Thank for a reason you. because I want to see if you're excited or really interested in coming to work with us and if you hadn't called us back we've had people not call us back that's okay too but you did and you're here so welcome thank you I always feel like Willy Wonka you know at the end when he gives Charlie the certificate and it says you did it Charlie and Charlie says but I messed up and he says it doesn't matter because you did it you apologized and you showed up and then the whole really glass ceiling opens up See what I, I do, work with. and that is what I love that we get to do. Now I want to pick on. You can keep your own coffee. Sorry. <laughs> I want. I want to pick on Mia a little bit because Mia, this is going to be her final week unless she I comes know. back. She's going to keep but I wanna, me. I hope. Yeah, but I want to. I want to pick on her because I remember the first time Mia showed up. Do you? Yeah, and she was nervous. Were you? Oh yeah. <laughs> go, go grab a mic. Go grab a mic over there. And it's funny because I remember when Mia first came, because she kept her head down. And that's the first sign of nervous tension. And we kept, we, we put her on the set and everything else. And you were a little nervous, right? Yes. The first time actually I met you guys was you were at a remote location in Boynton. Oh, that and one. Wow. I got there and I was like going to just watch you guys do your thing. And then you were like, oh, it was you, Freddie. You were like, come sit in my seat. And I was exactly probably how you felt. I was like, what? He's like, no, I can't. Do you know what we've never done with you, though? What? She sings. Oh, you do sing. Oh, yeah, I told you that day that I she sing. She told us that first day, and that was a year ago, and we have never Until had this now. woman sing. Yeah. Until now. What should we have for you sing? If Lenny could, uh... <laughs> if Lenny can't, Chef again. Lenny could so. set me up with something. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of how we were. I forgot about that. Yeah. We were on remote at the Anchor Inn up in Lake Worth. And it, was, it was the Anchor Inn? Or was it Buddha Sky Bar? It was Anchor Inn, I it believe. It was? It was wow. a tiki bar looking place. Yep, and you told us that day you could sing, and we've never asked you to sing. So see, Taylor, we do this to everybody. It's like going to sleepaway camp. We can run a little tune. No, no, no. What no, are you no, playing? No. Sound no. music. Oh. oh, no, no, no. No, she What do you, what do you wanna, what do He's you wanna stand sing? stand up with the white camera and sing. No, you gotta do. I, I don't even know the words to that so song. So what can you sing? What do you like? Um, what's my go-to musical? I yeah. usually sing something from Chicago, um, Les Mis. But what song do you know? Make I don't know what he on. has. What do you have? No, forget about him. Because the sound of music, um, forget about the sound of music. You don't know the words. Yes, my favorite thing. Um, don't rate me. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> it's instrumental on YouTube. Let's put a little background. No, no, no we're going to no, get no, the song. No. All right, we'll do it after the commercial. So, Taylor, yes. you're in. She's been here with us since 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah. She's still here. I think we, we suck you in. Yes, yeah. I just, I don't know. I need to learn whatever I can. So, new learning experience for me. And you're a junior at FAU? Yes. What are you studying? Uh, my major is multimedia, and I have a minor in communications, so I want to do something in the future with video editing or filming, so if I can learn anything new, then it's going to benefit me for the better. So You're going to learn to market you. That's what you're going to learn. It's funny because uh, there are people in here, like Lenny, and we're trying to figure out what to do with Lenny, and then Lenny says, I play the piano. 
So now Lenny does a show on Wednesday. And it, what's it called? Music Therapy with Lenny Marine. And when me. does that play? That's on Wednesdays from 10.30 to 11. And we discuss, we discuss songs, we play songs, and we um, look and learn about the past from the historical aspect of the song and the meaning of each lyric. And we just keep, Fred, Freddie helps me out with it, and other people are invited on the show, and that's basically what we do. Now, you can tell that we practice that shameless. I like segment. that, and I have to tell you how grateful I am for all of you. Another production company called me this morning, yes, and she so. asked about putting some pieces together on Roku and Amazon Fire and all the other channels that we are on. And I said, it takes work. Who, is it? Who do you have in crew? How many do you have in crew and staff and interns to help you? And she said, none. I said, you, probably, a lot of work. you probably need some help. I said, we have between 10 and 12 on any given day, including Geo. Yeah, and that right. help us do what we do, and it, we could not do half of what if you and I had to do. If, if I had to do all this alone, so amazing. We have people right now setting up the Roku and Amazon page, and I just gave them the podcast page as well. So there's a lot of hands in here, but it's a lot of it's a lot of reach, yeah. and it's a lot of hands, but it's a lot of visibility. How many? What are we up to on Roku and Amazon? You told me two hundred and sixty thousand houses. Which is, and Amazon. which is pretty amazing. It is. And it's funny Kinda because crazy, we had a whole amazing. lot more until March when everything came down on those special sets. But, you know, it is what it is. So you'll learn a lot. As much as you want to come is what you get to do. And we keep everyone socially distanced the best we can. I felt bad today. I told everyone they put, had to put on their mask. And, but you do what you do. I know. Why would I feel bad telling people in a pandemic? Parenting in a pandemic. Put on your mask. I know. Why is guilt... Such a strong... It's a Jewish thing. Jewish thing. I didn't want to say that. I can't because I know she's Israeli, so I, I know, can but say why it. is that such a... It's like mayonnaise on a sandwich. Why is that? It's just some things that come with culture that you just have to accept. <laughs> <laughs> you can't embrace it. So we can't... You should be guilty about your guilt, like the whole new level. Yes. Like I, feel, I, like I said, I feel guilty that I asked them to put on their mask, which clearly was... A safety precaution, and we were all distanced, but I still felt we were in a room that everyone should have their mask on. Well, everybody should have their mask on anyway, but I'm talking about guilt. You take guilt to a new level. I know. I really I can't do. Even, I can't even breathe at that level. You can put I've mayonnaise on my guilt, and you could have it for a sandwich. Just saying, that's what happens. But guilt shouldn't be used every time you feel guilty about something that you did that somebody else doesn't appreciate. Well, I wonder if that's that part of this whole divorce parenting. Is there guilt of, it's my fault... It's his fault. It's her fault. My kids are now going to suffer. Do you work with this? Yes. I actually posted a post today exactly about guilt. And because I spoke with a single parent last night who was saying that he felt so guilty about what he put his kids through and he's so concerned. And at a certain point, we have to understand after you do the work and take responsibility, which is step one, you also have to recognize that our job as parents is not to stop our children from experiencing pain. That's how you learn through life. It's how to teach them how to deal with pain. That's our job as parents. So yeah, they went through a divorce and you're, you are responsible for that. But there's gonna be so many challenges that children go through in life that we have no control over. And really what we need to do is just teach them how to deal with it. So let go of the guilt. I was watching Wonder last night with Julia Roberts and the little boy with Augie. It's a spectacular oh. movie. And the kids you were felt guilty watching it? No, the kids were teasing him. There was one boy that was teasing him and really writing nasty letters and nasty notes, and the principal calls in this boy and the parents and says, Augie showed me and puts out all these papers, 
did you do this? And he, the little boy says, yes, I did. And the mom says, you know what? I don't know what you're teaching. He, they need to learn that not everyone is going to be nice in this world. They need to handle how to address pain. And the boy was like, I felt really bad. I shouldn't have done that. And clearly, there's two sides to that. You're right. He should not have done that. And they should never tease or bully another child or anybody. But there are aspects in life when we grow up that aren't always rainbows and unicorns that we need to address. So there's this, again, sliding scale, a fine line of what we... Well, you also want to teach your children that they shouldn't be the ones to cause other pain. (laughs) So there's two lessons there. There's two There were a lot of lessons there on that. But I was watching that last night. Don't watch any more movies. (laughs) It's a great movie, though. If you haven't seen it, it's a spectacular movie. You know, I I feel bad, I guess, for lack of a word of guilt, on certain things. But I feel bad because... There are other people on the other side, they, sometimes they don't get it. They, they learn something from somebody else, and they bring it home, and they think that that's right. And when you try to tell somebody, you know, that's not 100% correct, let me show you another way, then they become resentful because you're a parent. And when you're a parent, you're not my friend. I don't want to be your friend. I'm your parent. And all of a sudden, you start butting heads on two different philosophies. Well, all my friends are doing it. It's like... Converse sneakers. They all wearing them, Dad. I got to have a pair of Converse. Well, I can't afford a pair of Converse. And we're not a real family because I need a pair of Converse. So how do you deal with somebody being brought in, something being brought in from the outside? And you're not going to compete with the outside. You still have to run the household. How do you deal when there are two different philosophies? That's a really good question. And that is the one of the cornerstones of good parenting is finding the balance between limits and set and discipline and love and acceptance. So you can have certain rules in your house. These are our values. This is what we're willing to do. These are things we do and we don't do. And I still love you and accept you. But it's okay to say no. It's, be- it's important to say no. It's important for children to hear the word no, as long as it comes hand in hand with love and with warmth. And it's how it's said. So uh, uh, it's a, it should be a friendly no. I feel like we do that in, in no. this place all the time. It's the culture of our studio that say mom and dad. They go, mom and dad are fighting again. Some of the kids, they run, they go, oh. And you can see their face go, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. But it's the culture of overall that we have goals and what we expect and what we want in a home, but we may not always go about it or say it the same way. And it is okay to say no, or perhaps you can do it this way. Well, sometimes you want to achieve what you want to achieve. You're just getting there may take a little bit of work. On both ends. You got a lot going on over there. You got a lot of people you can help. Look, we're having a whole therapy session here with Sheva. She didn't even know it. Uh, It's always good to explore these things. (laughs) I'm I'm always on board. You know, what I'm interested in is that your communication skills are excellent. Thank you. You don't don't play with your words. You don't say the um word. I haven't heard um from you not one time because you're not thinking about what am I going to say uh, that has to be correct, which is fantastic. and the interesting aspect is when you deliver, you know what you're delivering is consistent. And that, to me, is the most important aspect. You know, some, some people in my business, everybody wants to tell me what to do, how to do it, and why. And I've been doing my business longer than anybody in the building. I've been doing this. I've seen the ups, the downs, and everything else. So my question no longer is the question. My question is, okay, tell me why. Why do you think we should do that? Because I believe that the best teacher is the one to ask the question. Um, and I'm listening to you speak, and I threw about 16 different scenarios at you, and you picked them up, and she ran with it, which is it's pretty good. It's that communication is there. How Thank old are you. your kids? Fif- I have a 15-year-old son, a 13-year-old daughter, and a 9-year-old daughter. 
Two daughters and one son. Two daughters and one son. And honestly, I've got to bring them in. They're, um, they're amazing and they can hold their own. So you, sure. you should hear their perspective. My son, who's 15, this is amazing, did a stand-up comedy routine. We went to an open mic night. So it was last year, he was 14, and he did a whole routine on, a lot of it was being the son of a, in a divorced home. Wow. And to me, it was, I really encouraged it, using humor as his way to cope and express himself. But it was unbelievable. If I had that type of presence as a 14-year-old, I, I was just in shock and awe of him just getting up there in a stage, in a room full of adults, and doing his bit. It was amazing. How is it raising daughters? I never had daughters. How is uh, easier than males? It's just different. It's not easier or harder. It's just very different. You can relate to a lot of it, and also you kind of have no patience for a lot of it. <laughs> patience, a P word. I know. It's not my strongest virtue. It is. Sometimes, it, it, with my kids, yes. With other things, I'm not so With much. me, no. Yeah, but, but that's okay. you're just a big kid. <laughs> It's no big deal. We have to learn patience. That's part of the journey. Tell everyone again how they can find you. I know you've got a client. Yes, uh, you can find me on my website, Shevagans, S-H-E-V-A-G-A-N-Z.com. Also on Instagram with the same name and on Facebook. How do you so, spell that? S-H-E-V-A, Sheva, Gans, G-A-N-Z, like Z, because I'm Canadian. So... <laughs> easy to remember. We, we make fun of the English language because I don't speak it very good English. <laughs> and P-H is F. I don't understand that. Unless it's a capital P. Okay, hers is, is S-H, so. I thought she was C-H, like she was regal. <laughs> and there you have it. So relax, Taylor. We got this. You got this. It's all good. And Chev, I'd love to meet your kids because we have a kids network that airs on Saturday morning. So that would be really cool if you're someone to do a stand-up comedy Maybe piece or a stand-up piece. Yeah. It'll be awesome. We had our animator did chicken wings. He did that for Saturday on how to make chicken wings. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. People were sharing it out. Unbelievable. It was. It just blew the whole circuit up. Very easy. Like real cook them. chicken, like a, a cooking yeah. show. He did a cooking show. We've wow. got our kids in capes. There are ambassadors. And then we have Veggie Vero. She talked about kindness, and there's a little craft jar on how to handle your emotions, and the happy face jar, I and the sad that. emotion jar. Like really, so runs the gamut and be really great. Nice to get that in as well. He did Somewhere chicken wings. He grilled chicken wings, but he doesn't have a grill, so he had to make he them. He baked them. So he baked them, and he shows how the whole process is done. And you gotta meet Hector. He's like a big, big guy, and he goes like this. And that's his claim to fame, is doing that. It was a great spot, though. It the was. numbers are still growing. Staggering. I know, you right? Know, see, like it. On chicken wings. The thing, see? Simple. Simple stuff. Things that are simple. We're gonna send it over to commercial break, send it over to Slick when we come back. We got the bombshell ladies joining us, so stay tuned. Slick, take it away. Okay, guys, this segment of the Brooklyn Cafe is brought to you by For Serpa for Gamble. And for the guys, if you are looking for a book to spice up your night with anything that has to do with rum or just like a late night or a guilty pleasure, my guys, For Serpa for Gamble with Amy Minty. And the fact that I'm bringing up Amy Minty is because she's always with these weird entanglements when it comes to like these books so they're always spicy for me and stay tuned for some more brooklyn cafe tv show amy minty combines the hilarity of for better or money the eroticism of for love or sanity the mystique of for sink or swim and the suspense of for sex or revenge 
making her fifth novel for Strip or Gamble, her best to date. Get your copy at amyminty.com or amazon.com. Get yours now. I look very snazzy right now. say guys Am2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years they have been working around the clock non-stop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida with added platforms such as social media live streaming podcasts and the specialty of live radio it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners to amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2 TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-P, the number 2.tv, or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422.
You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. <laughs> Little music by Lenny Liberace. Very nice, Lenny. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe Show. How you like the segment so far? I love it. Listen, you went to see your mom yesterday. I see that you brought another speaking. Yeah. Does she happen to have one of those candle things, chandelier candles? A candelabra? Things? Yeah. Um, she does. <laughs> she does. I know she does. Can you ask her if I could borrow for Wednesdays for... Kenny Liberace over here. I think we're going to change your <laughs> This image. is between a candelabra and a menorah. So I have to like a menorah. carefully. Um, Not a menorah. I know. So I have to carefully. Did I say menorah? No, you said candelabra. But there's like a fine line between candelabra and menorah. There is not. Yeah. One is this way and one is that way. How many candles would you like in it? I don't care if it has one. So I just here's the thing. My dad sold theoretically everything in his Vicky room and our game room growing up. And I walked in yesterday and all it's the all shelves there. were full. I said, I thought you sold he everything. He sold in his mind. So he sold a lot. And what was replaced on the shelves? The candelabras. More? No, now there are candelabras and menorahs on the shelves. Oh, shelf. he has candelabras. Yes. <laughs> Lenny, I want to put a Liberace, Lenny Liberace. I want you to walk in with a candelabra. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. Yeah, it's like a menorah that holds like candles. It's, just <laughs> it's nothing like a menorah. It holds candles. It's just It's like, like it. a chandelier with a candle on it. How could it be oh. like a menorah? What do you think a menorah is? A menorah is like 10 things across. It's <laughs> a Hanukkah Ten, menorah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm thinking about it has a candle okay. and it has chandelier. Liberace, you know who Liberace is? I'm familiar with him. He's a very flamboyant. You're familiar with him. Yeah, like dressed up, no, dressed in lots My of My music man costumes. is familiar with the greatest, Not, what greatest. do you call it? Pianoist? Pianist. I can't say that word. In the world. <laughs> That's true, you cannot. What's, what's his famous, what songs are you famous for in particular, do you know? Are you serious? I think I should, the I should know this. I've been learning every Homework. Time. Your homework for tonight. Homework. I want Liberace. you to look up Liberace. When you find out, this guy could play with his toes. He was fantastic. Your homework for tonight would be. So welcome back. We had a great hour and a half. I love the way how things are in alignment. And Sheva, her real name is Batsheva, but she goes by Sheva. I We're not going to go down the name thing because I'm totally confused I didn't tell you that with Tracy with that. McDonough on healing and working with divorced single parents and children of divorce and everything that goes along with it and the guilt and parenting and reparenting and redirecting. So contact Shevagans for more information. You can contact Tracy also at Healing Moments because it goes kind of hand in hand because the emotional causes physical and physical ailments and illness. A lot of things going on. It was a nice connection they made. Very nice connection. And moving on to the show of talking about nice connection. 100 people? 100 people project. 100 people project. And the president and vice president, owners, creators. Uh, we're the founders. The founders of the 100 people project. We've got Alexis and Jordana with us. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Thank you for having us. Tell us what 100 people project is. Um, so we're a nonprofit organization with a mission to help as many single parents, underprivileged children, and members of the local um, homeless community as possible. Uh, we started out with a goal to help 100 people a year. Um, we thought that that was reasonable for two 
girls just starting out trying to help and we've we've blown that out of the water each year so it's um we're and during the pandemic we've been pivoting so Really, it's just a nonprofit to help as, as many people as possible, however we can. This when is, did this start? This is amazing. If you look, this wasn't even planned. Well, my question is, when did this start? Two years ago? Three years ago. Um, when Hurricane Harvey hit Texas. So we were watching the devastation on the news, and we were just like, we want to be involved. We want to help. Um, but we know a lot of the bigger organizations, the money doesn't always go where they say it's gonna go, and we wanted to make sure everything uh, we wanted to help with got into the right hands. So we started a GoFundMe, we raised money. Um, her job really, really came through with the funds that we needed to, to make it happen. And we loaded up a van with all the essential items that people lost, and we drove <laughs> 30 hours each way to Houston, Texas wow. to, to make sure. what did you take with you? What kind of things? We took, um, <laughs> we okay, took um, supplies for hygiene products. We took clothes that people needed. Um, everything that they were asking for, we were able to put in a van and we were able to bring everything that they needed over there. And were these for single parents? At this time, um, the nonprofit wasn't formed yet. We okay. were just, we, we've always had a heart to help and we knew we had to do something. And so when we did that and we saw the reaction, we drove directly to a church. So people, we... Um, met online when we discovered what we were gonna do. We drove directly to that church and just the, the gratitude that we got from those individuals who lost everything. Amazing. We were like, we need to do this all the time. So um, we started funding giveaways out of our own pocket for single parents. And then when we saw how much that was helping, we, we knew we had to do it on a bigger scale, but we couldn't afford to help as many people as we wanted by ourselves. So we officially started a nonprofit um, January 1st of 2018. Wow. Unbelievable. And how do people join the, the, not, the not-for-profit? We share our, our information on social media so they're able to donate directly to our GoFundMe or we have giveaways that they can send us money directly through Cash App or they can even, our, for our back-to-school event, we have an Amazon uh, wish list so they're able to buy directly off there so it gets sent straight to our house. So it's easy as a click of a button and that's, that's how you can help. Depending on the event, people can be involved in different ways. So we always post on social media or on our website how you can be involved if you want to volunteer, if you want to donate, if you um, know anybody who's, who's affected by what we're, you know, what we're, our mission is that month, then you can reach out to us directly and nominate a single parent that you know needs groceries or needs, um, in the summer we do summer camp or summer child care for when children are not in school. We know single parents have a hard time paying for daycare or, or babysitters, so we, we help with those costs as well. So what is the calling today? What are you, what are you doing today? This month. For this, well, I guess September, no? So August 1st, we had our back-to-school event. Okay. Um, every year, we host a back-to-school event right before school starts, so parents and teachers can come get free school supplies. It's typically a community event where we have a bounce house, a DJ, our chef, Chef Odell, he's amazing. He serves phenomenal food, so mm -hmm. it's a real big community event. Um, this year, COVID kind of uh, kept us on our toes, so we had to change it to a drive-through event and hands-off, so we had like a Chick-fil-A system um, at FCC in Margate, so the cars were all the way towards the end of the plaza, you would drive up, give us a school supply list, and we would fill backpacks with those lists. We gave appreciation gifts to teachers. So, When did that happen? August 1st. And we helped okay. um, 416 students and teachers. Wow. So, That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Congratulations. Awesome. That's amazing. We weren't Thank sure how we were going to make it happen with everything going on, but we did it. And then a hurricane was supposed to come that day. 
And we were like, well, we're going to be out there in ponchos because parents were messaging us like, is it still happening? I'm going to be there an hour early to make sure I get stuff for the kids. So That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So what's going to be in store for September? Do you have a game plan yet? September, we don't have anything going on right now, but we are planning things for the future, for sure. With Where the pandemic, it's, it's been a little tougher to do our usual stuff. Um, when it all started and there was no PPE for nurses, we shifted to making healthcare, uh, making masks for healthcare workers with our amazing friend Carolina. She started a Colors of Hope project, and we wanted to be involved in that to make sure the, the people fighting this on the front lines had protection. So we started tracing fabric and cutting fabric. We had no idea what we were doing, but we made we it. Learned. We made it work. Um, we started delivering groceries to single parents who lost their jobs. Um, so that their kids could be fed. We were delivering meals to nurses working on COVID units. So we've kind of pivoted with the pandemic and we're trying to make sure that um, what we do helps the people who really need it. So it's, it's different than our typical September uh, during And I gotta ask, is, I see the two of you, do you have people behind you helping you? Oh, we have amazing volunteers. Okay. Amazing. I mean, we, we wouldn't be able to do it without them. I honestly. was about to say, <laughs> you guys are going to lose your mind. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, there's only so much we can do ourselves. So we, we're really blessed with our volunteers that help. Yeah. We both have full-time jobs. So <laughs> to run this and then, and then work, um, if it wasn't for our amazing, like, core support volunteers, we, we just couldn't do it. So That's amazing. And here I am thinking, sending... 75 sandwiches was a big deal. Well, when you said that yesterday, I'm thinking it's it's great. It helps. It's a what drop, is the face? It's Why a drop in the, the bucket face? for what needs to be done. I understand. Is all I'm you know, saying. it's a drop in the bucket. She left the, the bread there, right? We were doing shows in production on Friday. Me, Slick, and Vinny decided to put job. it together. You guys did a great job. And I went over and I dropped off the sandwiches you yesterday at St. Gregory's Episcopal Church over by Meisner Park. And I felt like here's three bags of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I and they were so appreciative, right? The simplest thing, they feed between 45 and 60 people a day. They said 90% are single people come over there, two families of four to five that come in every day for food. And I said, and I felt like there should be so much more we could do well, for what they want. So I said, what, what can we do? What more do you want? She says, no, this is fine. She said, because they can sit outside. I don't have to refrigerate them. People can come anytime they want them and get them. But yet I still felt. I would like to do 2,000 sandwiches. You're going to deliver them? Yeah. Okay. Vinny will deliver them with me. Maybe we can, we can work help together you. and partner up. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to hear. You see, there's a method to my math. Uh, there always is. I want to help feed people. I, I've offered the, the parking lot here because it's a loop and I think it's too small. Um, we've had people who wanted to do lasagna pieces and things of that nature. Anything to help right now. I think it's a get up and let's go do that. You know, I look at you ladies, you're, you're young, you're, you're vibrant, you're doing what you got to do. I mean, driving to, to another Houston, state, yeah. man, I'm going to tell you, those are big cojones. Well, right yeah. now, what's the that two storms small. heading up there? A new storm, yeah. There's, There's two of them two, But right one there. of them is going to phase out. It's the second one they're looking at right now, which I think is going to phase out too. But nonetheless, to drive out and do this stuff and, and, and to call to that and giving school supplies to people, which, you know, your daughter's a teacher and there's always a need for that. Um, it's an amazing accomplishment. I'm surprised that we haven't heard of, what is it, 100 people? 100, 100 people five. project. You guys, will, everyone will hear about us um, oh, in time. We're, we're trying to build the following and, and 
keep, um, our 501c paperwork should be in any day now. We submitted a while back, so that's going to open new doors for us, and we're going to start a mentorship program for um, young men without fathers in the home so that they have a, a, a role model to look up to or like a, men, a monthly mentorship to learn how to change a tire and tie a tie and interview. Where and do you get all this information? Because I'm beginning to sense, what do you do for a living? I work at um, a software company. I'm a, a team lead for a, a technical team there. Okay, and what is... I work in a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale at Jet Runway Cafe. It's on the airport on the runway. Know it well. Know mm -hmm. it well. Great it's food. a different story. That's not the same runway you're thinking of. Yeah, no, it's another runway. <laughs> well, well. Um, so where are you getting all of this get up and go experience? Where is it? What is it that's your calling? Where is it coming from? Where's it originating from? I feel like we've always had it in us to help people ever since we were younger. I've known her since we were five years old and we've, we've always had big hearts. So all we always want to do is help. And every day we ask ourselves, why are we not rich? Why are we not rich? Because we want to help everybody. But then if we were rich, we wouldn't have any money because we'd be helping everybody. But that's what, that's what we're, we're meant to do. That, that, that's, that's our passion. I also think we know, we know a lot of single moms. And, you know, my mom was a single mom for a lot of my life. So you just know what they go through. And you know what single parents are dealing with every day. And it's just they're superheroes. And sometimes they just need a little bit of help to, to make it to the next paycheck or to make it to the next, the next month or the next day even. So we want to be that that hope you know sometimes if you give somebody a little bit of hope or a little bit of help they they take that with them and then they help somebody else and it's like a chain reaction of kindness that we're trying to start so and where are you based out of um down here fort lauderdale so you know the lady that just left sheva she's a therapist for single parents we saw that's yeah. amazing so we will make that connection for yeah, you yeah absolutely as well also with tracy and healing and everything. there's a whole bunch of people that are going to buy into this and help out whatever different ways you guys have to sort of plug it in and see how it works. And I'm going to give you a small piece of advice. Play lotto every week. We do. And now with all the winners in Florida, <laughs> well, what we're I'm playing more. You is God has a funny sense of humor. And sometimes when you give, it comes back. You watch. One day you're going to say, you're not going to believe this, Freddie. You watch. You watch. You play those numbers. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> How do people find the 100 People Project? We have our social media. You can find us on Facebook at 100 People Project. On Instagram, it's the same, 100 People Project. And you can follow us, and we share all our information on there. We also have a website. It's called 100peopleprojectinc.org. And you can find us there. We have all of our numbers on there. All of You can volunteer through there. Interesting. I want to also um, put them in touch with our kid, or the girls from Mini Mitzvahs. There's a whole bunch of people that we can tap into this thing and sort of help it go along and, you know, whatever fits here, you put here, fits here, you put there. I mean, you guys, you've been doing it. Now comes the payback. We're coming together. Yeah. Right? We're stronger to, it's not, they say we're stronger together. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts, and we can put some other foundations together and kids helping kids. And Because, you know, with school supplies now, even though you did it in August, they're going back to school maybe in September or October. So the kids that didn't get it then, they're going to need school supplies. And Absolutely. the thing that broke my heart, my daughter was a teacher at a Title I school in Broward County last year. She's now up here. And when the kids left that last day of school in March before spring break, it makes me cry, they didn't take their school supplies home with them because they thought they were going home for spring break and they'd be coming back. Well, they didn't. And she was an art teacher down there. And they didn't even have another box of crayons. 
So the things you take for granted, that they left their one box of crayons at school and they never got it. So the parents would write, and can we do it in pencil? Because that's all we have in our house. So school supplies are something that these kids Important. will always, always need. And if it's not in your specific community, there was a community in need, whether it be for food, school supplies, clothing, diapers, feminine hygiene products. I mean, you name it. We were, we were kidding the other day, but the cost of being a woman, and if you are in foster care or you are displaced or you were trying to figure this out on your own, that's a whole other level of expense that we don't have. So there's a lot of things that yeah. you know we can do to reach out. It's funny. You remember, I don't know if you and had And you had to get me going, right? Remember those crayons? They <laughs> he used knows to, what happens, Those yes. crayons they used to give you? They were like a giant piece of, it was Whack. real, uh -huh. they're real thick and they're real big. The jumbos. Yeah. Do they still make those? Probably, I don't know. They gave us those crayons because we had to share it with like 400 other kids. So until it got down to the, you know, to the itty bitty. And yeah, then but now they gave there's no own. sharing, so it's a so whole other level. So now you can't share that anymore. Nope. Now yeah. everyone's got to have their own. Wow. I know. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, more with the ladies from the 100 People Project. Give us a call, 888-994-4995. See, and that's why the 100, the 100 sandwiches I went, there's got to be more that we can do. So we do more. So there's got to be it's more It's a beginning. You had me going like this. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com.
Here at Small Talk, we look for any challenge possible. Whether you have pictures that you need a slideshow with some cool music, or you're good with camera work, but you want to create the film of your dreams, I can help. No amount of footage is too big or small. Tell me what you want, and I will make it happen. Call today at 866-224-5422 or email me at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. Remember, any idea you come up with is never too small. Call today to get your dream project started at 866-224-5422 or at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. Mark Dane's paintings are custom designed specifically for your space. Each design will not only illuminate your space, but will also function as a truly unique light painting. Each piece is handcrafted using various dichroic glass shapes mounted at precise angles on a metal or wood panel. A specific integrated light source strikes the glass shapes to produce a combination of highly saturated colors. The light paintings can be customized to any shape, practically any size, and in any color combination. They can be configured to produce in excess of 5,000 lumens and may be placed on a table, a pedestal, in a niche, or hang on the wall. Come to the gallery at the theater and talk to Mark about placing a piece of his art in your home. This segment is brought to you by Dignity Memorial. Right now they're having a 30% off sale for a free seminar, free scattering. You should go check them out. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I feel like the pharaohs of Egypt. I feel like my parents went through the sheet music this week and gave me a whole other stack. Is so that where you got that from? <laughs> really? Oh, you're pretty good, man. I went over yesterday and my dad says, wait, before you forget, I've got this for Freddie and I got this for Chelsea and I've got this for the piano. Your I dad said, said that? Yes. He got something for me? Well, you, the speaker. I like it. Tell dad. And we, we got to get them up here. He says, before we I forget. Call. We could send a, we need to send a car because theirs is in the shop, yeah, yes. Know. Yeah, we'll send a car and take a drink and then go back home. <laughs> and there you have it. And there you have it. All right, so what I want to do is we're going to talk a little bit more to 100 people plus. Mia's going to sing today. Yeah, we're going to put you over there in camera white. Yeah. yeah, let's get you all situated. Get yourself all warmed up. Can you believe it's been a year and we have not had Mia sing for us? I, that guy, that guy by me. I never knew that she didn't, that she sang. I, I don't remember. Yeah, why you didn't tell us? Well, like remind us. Like by the way, I sing. I used to sing. I will say more. I used you to used do, to sing. I used to do theater and voice lessons in high school. So that was a couple of years ago. So now you remember how to sing again? <sighs> I'm not as good as I once was, but that's called age. She aged the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love the pink years. hair. I think it's spectacular. And we've loved having you work with us for the past, oh my gosh, since spring. You started with us in January? Uh, yeah, January. And we, a couple months, and then everything shut down, and then you came back for the summer semester. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're now in fall semester, it's been a long time. You've done a lot with us, so thank you yes. for always doing what you do. Thank you guys for everything. And I don't know how we're going to do Fridays without Casamia, so we may yeah. have to, like, reel you back in on Fridays. I know, I have to find a way, and it's my favorite thing, too, so... 
We may we have gotta to talk do to it. your uh, your new job. Your new job. Yeah. Invite her over. There was a thing when I met Freddie, I had a job, and he says, I'm going to get you fired. Oh. Give me the phone. It's pretty it's much pretty, what happened, and, right and here I sit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's all good. You want to follow up with the ladies, and then we'll go over to Mia? Yes. So we don't have a plan yet for September, and, and you are now building your army again. Now, you do go-to go funds, and how are you raising the funds if people want to send funds in? We have our GoFundMe. Um, if you go on our website, it is right at the top, says donate here, um, and it will bring you right to our GoFundMe, and you can donate through there, or you can donate through our Cash App, which is the same name, 100 People Project. It's, it's really whatever is easier and more convenient for people, so. And you're taking more people in to become volunteers? Are you looking for more volunteers as well? Yes, yeah, so right now, if we do events, we're keeping the volunteer group um, small to our core volunteers, uh, just until the pandemic passes and it's safe. Um, but after that, yeah, we, there's a contact form on our website, so you can fill out information. It will send it all to us, and then we're building a volunteer sheet so we can reach out with future events and stuff. So there you have volunteers, you have the raising of the funds. Are you planned, do you, well, I guess you can't do it yet. Doing outside events. I guess you could do it outside. Like fundraisers and things on the outside. And the way the magic of the universe works in our studio is we have a 2.30 show called The Reinvented Life, and her guest has an emergency for today. So you ladies are now going to be interviewed on another show at 2.30 today on The Reinvented Life. She is in California. Her name is Pamela Chanel David. So when we get off set here, I will... We're going to switch it over. She's watching you now, so she'll get some information. And then at 2.30, you go live on another show. Awesome. And she's going to ask you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to warn you right now, the reinvented life is why you reinvented yourself. So don't give it away now. Wait until she interviews you so that we can put it out there. But you talk about the pivot and what's next and how you've changed. and The whole story. The whole, the whole story you get to do all over again for a whole other <laughs> demographic. So this is what happens, Melissa, when you bring people here. Love she's all in. This is kind of what happens here at the cafe. It's been one of those days again. It's been, it's interesting that nobody, we plan on no one to come in last second, yet they all have the similar calling. Well, you know, there was a thing on the news this morning that talked about people can work from home, but it's not the same when you work from home. And what misses is... Putting on your pants. <laughs> well, for you yes. maybe, but what's missing is no, spontaneity. Don't everybody, everybody doesn't, no one puts on their pants. <laughs> I know they don't. That's they scary. zoom in on the camera. It is true. Come on. Is it true or not? I, I won't even turn on my camera when I work from home now. So it's I, the I look spontaneity. Like it's the ability no to do to network in person. It's the ability to have multiple guests go to multiple shows. Because if you were virtual, we could still do it, but it wouldn't have the same feel. Right. We wouldn't have been able to connect Tracy to Sheva in person in their offices or like five minutes apart, plus us. And it's just a different feel. So offices and businesses that work from home are great, but when you get to go back and have that human interaction, it's pretty amazing. That's when business goes boom. That's right. But you know what? We're getting healthier. Things are getting better and That's better. That's what I'm saying. Just, it's coming. We got to keep going, keep going. But, you know, this studio was built for ladies like you. You would be sitting up here. There would be people out here. We started to do that with Gen G and everything else, and we were learning the ins and outs. But this was built exactly for that platform was to have people interact have vips have people and put on a show for certain people that make decisions if you needed bread this that that's what this whole platform was built for and we had to stop everything and regroup and find another way but we're still here 
Like you, thank you for joining us, Alexis and Jordana, the 100 People Project. You can find them all over social media. You can find them on their Cash App to make donations, 100 People Project. And of course, you can tune in today at 2.30 on the Reinvented Life Network for more information on what they've been doing. And before we go, we I want to see how they're going to do this. We got to going to kick this over to Mia because she's been with <laughs> us almost a year and we have not had her sing. How so. are we getting the music in? We're going to let Teddy, Teddy. I'm sure, and Kelsey have Can a way. Can you turn it up a little okay, on the speaker when it's going on? All right, here we go. As high as you can get it. Kiss today goodbye The sweetness and the sorrow Wish me luck the same to you But I can't regret what I did for love what I did for love Look, my eyes are dry The gift was ours to borrow It's as if we always knew And I won't forget what I did for love, what I did for love. Gone, love is never gone as we travel Love's what we'll remember. Are you wow. kidding me? Holy smokes. Wow, Mia. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm Un speechless. That is, you leave us speechless. There's that nothing we speechless. can do except have a great day, everyone. Be kind to each other. That was beyond spectacular. You do not belong behind the camera is all I can tell you. So um, whatever we got to do, I'm calling FA when I get out, when we get off the show because you need to be in front of the camera. Any which way you can, you can learn behind the scenes, but you are beautiful, you are spectacular, you have mm. beyond the voice of an angel. So, thank, you. thank you. I'm glad you found it again because that was unbelievable. Yeah, I got nothing to say, I'm speechless, listen. <laughs> Don't be late. It's all I got to say. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.
In the cold and sleepless nights I wait for you to bring me back to life In my electric eyes It doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to save Your moons and craters Open up my eyes Waterfalls of ice Sweeping me away Like an avalanche Helpless as I Just a ray of light Bathing me 